Hello and happy, happy Monday, everyone. This is Sylvia from The Daily with Silstein, and welcome to another The Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. Here we go. Monday, everyone. This is Sil Stein for the Daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor, and we're going to do a uh, continue on week twelve of the Writer's Devotional by author Amy Peters on this rainy and cold day here in North Carolina. It started snowing today. I was actually working at school when they um, let out the announcement that school was uh, going to be let out early. So. Um, we got home about noonish, one o'clock. Then we had some nice uh, lunch. You know, um, my hu- husband was here, and he made us some uh, chicken pasta, which was really delicious. Uh, like kind of like a very it it was like comforting food for um for today's weather. And then we uh, uh, cleaned up, and then we watched the movie Coco. So it's been an interesting afternoon. So I can't complain. And it is cold, but the weather's been nice. And now he's out to do more calls for work. But I decided to do my podcast today. And um, as you noticed, last week we started on week 12 of Amy Peters' book, The Writer's Devotion, knowing we went on Writers with Writing, sorry, Tuesday Motivation. And then we did Writing Class and Thursday Editing. And today we're going to start on Friday biography, but I wanted to go over because um, I I asked you all to try to work on um, motivation by trying to create a six story word as we were discussing about the creator for Dilbert Scott Adams. He's the creator of the long running comic strip Dilbert. We were discussing about how he is able to um, you know uh, create his comic through. You know, uh, and, and it it appears everywhere, and he works with uh, trying to do fewer or than fifty words. And then we also discussed about Ernest Hemingway, and he uh, one of his stories that he wrote in six carefully chosen words. He put for sale, baby shoes never worn. And I decided to do something, and I wrote this. I don't know if it. Of course, I can never be like Ernest Hemingway, but I wrote. How sold many memories forever instilled, and that's what I put on there. Um, and uh, it basically is it's kind of like for sale, baby shoes, comma, never worn. I wrote, How sold many memories forever instilled, and that's what I wrote for that. And I was able to create the Tuesday motivation for that. I haven't started on the 50 words. I plan to do that. And I also still need to um, bring about a a little-known detail of the American Civil War, which was for writing class. If you all want to 
um, leave a message or share what you've uh, written. Also, call us on Anchor, here on Anchor. Leave us a message and we'll put it on the air. Or you could also email me at sillwriter07 at gmail.com and I'll be glad to share it for you if you don't feel comfortable calling in. It's up to you. And for today, we're going to begin on Friday Biography. And here we go. Let me start the song. was born in Dublin, the son of a civil servant. He did not complete a formal education due to his dislike of organized training. He moved to London in 1876, where he established himself as a leading music and theater critic. And we'll continue with Writers on Writing. And we're discussing... The book by author Amy Peters, The Writer's Devotional, by author Amy Peters, 365 Inspirational Exercises, Ideas, Tips, and and Motivations on Writing. And it says on the book, George Bernard Shaw, it says, he was, he established himself as a leading music and theater critic. He began his literary career as a novelist publishing five unsuccessful novels between 1879 and 1883. He then switched direction and changed to writing plays in order to illustrate his criticism of the English stage. In total, he wrote more than 60 plays, many of which continued to be performed. When he was awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1925, the committee stated that Shaw's radical rationalism, his utter disregard of conventions, his keen dialect interest and verbal wit often turned the stage into a forum of ideas. Sorry about that. So let me repeat that. Shaw's radical rationalism, his utter Disregard of conventions, his keen dialect, interest, and verbal wit often turned the stage into a form of ideas. These ideas were influenced by his political leanings. Shaw was a dedicated socialist and a charter member of the Fabian Society, an organization established in 1884 to promote the gradual spread of socialism by peaceful means. He met Charlotte Payne Townshend, an Irish heiress and fellow Fabian. They married in 1898. 
Her inheritance enabled him to write without seeking further work. The long marriage was never consummated. However, she was a key aid to his writing. Give me a second here. To his writing, learning shorthand so she could learn so she could record his words and later type them for him. So this was excuse me, Friday biography, and this is week twelve of the Amy Peters Writers on Writing or the Writers on uh the Writers Devotional by author Amy Peters. And we'll be right back with Saturday Books to Read. This is The Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. We'll be right back with Saturday's Books to Read. And now we have Saturday's Books to Read. This is Silstein from The Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. And it says The Art of Eating by M.F.K. Fisher. Okay, and now we're going to play another song. In a properly run culture, Mary Frances Kennedy Fisher would be recognized as one of the greatest writers this country has produced in the century. This quote is taken by Raymond Sokolov. Published in, 18, in 1954, The Art of Eating weaves information about food in the form of practical tips, tips for housewives during World War II including how to best use rational, rationing coupons, how to grow your own pearl, or how to warn an orange on a, radi- on a radiator for a divine effect with culture, natural history, and philosophy. So this book was published in 1954, The Art of Eating Weaves, informa- which was information about food in the form of practical tips for housewives during World War II. So The Art of Eating was by M.F.K. Fisher. And it continues by saying the following. Give me a moment here. And I apologize for the feedback or the background noise. I do have dogs here uh, that are staying with us. Uh, We're dog sitting for my in-laws. Okay. Then it says, The Art of Eating was published when the American diet consisted of boiled ham, broiled grapefruit, cheese balls, deviled eggs, three bean salad, and tuna potato chip casserole. Yet through her writing, MFK Fisher was able to elevate the way American viewed food. Americans viewed food. Think of her as one of the original foodies, a person who recognized the importance of considering where food comes from and the cultural importance of dining and entertaining long before these ideas became commonplace. With this book, MFK Fisher created a new genre of food writing. Without her groundbreaking work, 
we might not have celebrities like Anthony Bourdain. And uh, and I think uh, Anthony Bourdain is one of a very renowned chef and, and known cook. And I believe he did a show called The Taste. So so thanks to MFK um, Fisher, uh, who started all of this back in the day uh, in 1954, where she wrote The Art of Eating Weaves. And this quote was taken by... It says here, in a properly run culture, Mary Frances Kennedy Fisher would be recognized as one of the great writers this country has produced in the century. And this was a quote by Raymond Sokolov. So he said that about her. And now we're moving on to Sunday Writing Prompt. And we'll be right back with Sunday Writing Prompt. And we're moving on to Sunday Writing Prompt. We'll be right back from The Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. Okay, and now we're back with Sunday writing prompt. It says, I just can't seem to get along with anyone. And this is the writing prompt for Sunday. And you can work on it for next week's show. We will have week 13, maybe Friday, hopefully. And if not, for sure, Monday. We will do the daily writing tips on hopefully Friday. And if not, Monday. And we'll go over the Sunday writing prompt along with the Civil War one. And along with everything else. So, Right now it says, I, I just can't seem to get along with anyone. So it says, don't be surprised. Many writers feel this way. That's why they chose the solitude of writing over... Uh, give me a moment here. Sorry about that. I'm going to play some music and I'll be right back. Again, my apologies. We're back for the Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. My apologies on that. I uh, normally work in a quieter space, but I, as I said, uh, today was an early release day. You could say, well, it was due to weather, but they let us out at noon, and I have children, and I really wanted to do the podcast for the Daily with Silstein, and I also am dog-sitting, so um, I do. if you hear barking, that's why you hear it. So my apologies on that one. Again, this was Sunday writing prompt. So I'm going to get started on it again because I don't think it came out properly. My apologies. We're doing this show live and uh, I want to make sure that you all are are able to understand what I was trying to talk about. So here I'm going to repeat Sunday writing prompt and we'll start with it again. Here we go. I just can't seem to get along with anyone. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. It says, don't be surprised. Many writers feel this way. That's why they chose the solitude of writing over other more social per- pursuits. But just because you like to be alone doesn't mean that you can't get along with others. Take Quasimodo, for example. In The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Victor Hugo created an enduring character, an enduring character who was forced into isolation because of the cruelty of others. He was caught to believe that the world would reject him because of his deformities. Yet once he overcame his emotional burdens, he was able to love and be loved back. Can you think of a time when you weren't capable of forming relationships only to find out that misguided thoughts were all that was holding you back? Have friendships sprouted from uh have friendships sprouted from the most unlikely situations? So this is the writing prompt we're going to work on. I just can't seem to get along with anyone and try to let the quote by Amy Peters guide you where where you've thought of or you felt like Quasimodo, maybe not quite like him and you know where he thought his deformities were going to keep him away but just because you wanted to isolate yourself because you had these thoughts that you thought in your mind but were actually not the case so if you if you want to focus on that for your writing prompt that's what you should do for sunday and this is for the daily here on anchor with so stein and you can also uh go back to the 50 words that you can work on for motivation just like i did that uh, six word story where I put um, give me a second here my goodness I'm all over the place today my apologies it is how sold many memories many memories um, how sold many memories instilled forever i think i changed it i said something in the beginning i had written it down and i wrote something else and i changed it so my apologies on that how sold many memories forever instilled or instilled forever and uh, that's that's like a practice and if you want to also write a detail about the civil war we'll go over that more on uh, next show on hopefully if, if everything works out, we'll do that show hopefully um, Friday, if not Monday, for in the art. Uh, sorry, for the daily with Silstein here on Anchor, and uh, I do ap- appreciate you guys listening and tuning in today. Happy Monday! I hope everyone has a fabulous, fabulous day, um, and I hope that you enjoyed what we had to uh, go over today. Here on Anchor for the Daily with Silstein. I am Silstein and I do appreciate you tuning in. And also make sure to tune in to the interviews that we've given here on this show. And the other part of the writing tips for chapter for week 12 of author Amy Peters, the writer's devotional. And if you don't have your copy, I hope you get it because it's very influential. It has different categories that you can focus on. And, uh, for now, I will be signing off for 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 the the daily with Silstein here on Anchor. This is Silstein. 
And I hope everyone has a wonderful and happy Monday. This was the wrap-up of the Daily Whistle Stein. Um, I will try to work on editing for hopefully in April, if not in May. We'll start the editors on editing. And it's also based off what we've learned from the Writer's Devotional by author Amy Peters. If you would like to share your ideas or your stories, you can call us in here to anchor of the Daily Whistle Stein. Or you could also email us at sillwriter07 at gmail.com. For now, I will let you all go. Have a happy and happy Monday. And I hope you enjoyed the show today. Have a good one. This was The Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. The Daily with Silstein on Anchor here on Anchor with Silstein. Writing tips, chapter 12, I mean, week 12 of author Amy Peters, the writer's devotional, 365 inspirational exercises, ideas, tips, and motivations on writing. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Monday. Stay warm, safe and warm. Have a good one. We'll be back on Friday. Have a good one.